0: I'm Ebony K. Williams, your attorney at law and host. Welcome to Holding Court, where we analyze the very latest legal headlines. Everybody's already talking about. We dig into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down for you, and we go straight from gavel to your newsfeed. And I promise you this, y'all: every single week, we're gonna keep it a buck, keep it one hundred, right, Destin Ross?
1: That's right, Ebony. Let's go ahead and hold court. Let's do it.
0: Mr. Dustin Ross, I want to ask you, my dear, because it's always popping and fun with you, especially (laughs) during the summertime. How was your weekend?
1: You know what? I had one of the best weekends I've had in a long time. Um, My sister, who I love dearly, um, celebrated a milestone birthday this weekend. Um, And so she actually came to New York and spent some uh, time with me and a bunch of our best friends that live here. Um, So it was really, really great to be with family this weekend. Yeah, family family. and friends. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And still, uh-huh. party,
0: goddammit. Still and went still. to the club. Of okay. course. I don't expect anything less of, of a Dustin Ross family member. That's so. right. You do
1: party a little bit um, this weekend,
0: Ebony? You know what? I didn't party at all. I'm going to party next weekend. Okay. Uh, my line sister and I are going out uh, to Vegas okay. to catch uh, one of these last shows. For Mr. Usher Raymond.
1: Yes, I've been dying to do that. You know what? We're going to talk because I'll be on the West Coast this weekend too.
0: Well, come pull on up because, you know, it wasn't, what I didn't realize is, you know, there's very few people that I would really give a shit to see in concert like that, to be candid. Like, I'm just funny style like that. Like, unless it's some Brandy, maybe some Tony Braxton, something Mm -hmm. like that. It's just not for me. Right, right. Yeah. So, Usher is in that category for me. Um he's
1: got hits,
0: yeah, I got hits, got a catalog. He's a performer. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to see no bullshit. Absolutely. I want to see you breaking a sweat. I want to see you loving what you do. A Bruno Mars show is not a bad show to see. I really enjoy watching Bruno Um, a few years back when he was on his recent tour. Yeah. Um, so that's the level of, of expectation I have if I'm going to go see you. And especially if I'm going to get on an airplane to go see you.
1: Yeah, you yeah. you got
0: to be given what it's supposed to be. it got to be worthwhile. I absolutely. got it. So I, I feel like Usher's literally like one of five. Uh, yeah, performers that will put that but So then I am all excited. I am talking to my sister. We talk. She lives out in LA, so this is okay. you know, very convenient for her. And we're both big, you know, pop music fans. Whatever. So we're like, yeah, girl. I am like, well, you know, if the schedule's crazy because you know it's the final episodes of Roni premiering mm-hmm. over the next three, four weeks, mm-hmm. trying to do this last press run, keep everything mm-hmm. else in the air going. So like, yeah, let's go when things quiet down, like October imagine my surprise when i go on the good website
1: ain't no october
0: it ain't no october Uh this usher's ass said bitch get your ass out here in the next six weeks or you can catch me for a one week special during the holidays and that's it And
1: that's it yeah Yeah. so
0: i press you know i did something i don't normally do which is i was like fuck it i'll just be tired you know and i'm just gonna go and so Mm -hmm. so i'm going that's you deserve it up.
1: though. You need a break. You I know do. what I mean? You need to I just do. go. I need to
0: have some fun. I need to let like yeah. that down.
1: Fucking uh, dance. You know what I mean? Just have yeah, a good time. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You oh, get do Some
0: My Way, some. All of that. Um, yes. Confessions. Bad yes. Girl. Bad Girl is really, to me, one of my favorite Usher songs.
1: I'm a boy and I be feeling myself when <laughs> shit come on. So, you know, it's the jam. Okay. <laughs> it just makes you feel good. The confidence. You know, it, it just makes you feel confident. So, that's, it's that's good.
0: Dope. It's okay. good. So, that. So my party will be next weekend, but I'm so glad sis came in town yes, y'all yes, were able yes, to have yes. some good fun. Family time and party time. That's Absolutely. the best vibes. That's yeah. the best vibes. Um, all right. So I want to get into the docket because we've got three stories. And if anybody's curious as to like how we pick these stories, right? Because there are so many legal headlines that intersect around culture and law and all this shit every single week. Like easily we could have done um, you know, our Kelly's trial officially started in terms of jury selection and sequestering mm-hmm. and all that shit. Is a it was a lot out there. Um uh your your stupid ass friend uh Amber Geiger um oh my her, God. Like but here's the thing, y'all. When we when you see we do not cover that shit on Holding Court, it's because it's what I deem as a producer um not a good talker. Mm. Here's what I mean by that. Anybody can read you the headline. Anybody can give you reporting on what the story says. That's not what we do here at Holden Court. We want to give you a headline and then expand it into yeah. something that's valuable to you in your yep. everyday fucking life. Nothing about just a random jury sequester process is going to be helpful to you, but we will get to R. Kelly's ass. <laughs> Believe yeah. that. Once some things play out and it's now got what what I consider legs for talking legs for analysis legs for conversation um so don't fret uh those stories will come to you when they are ripe okay that's a journalistic term Mm. when it's ripe,
1: Mm. that's always the best time to have something i'm gonna tell you Mm -hmm. when it's ripe ebony i
0: I feel like that was nasty but i'm gonna (laughs) i'm just gonna keep on moving this morning um um, you got
1: me rolling over here crazy
0: ass um So what what is a good talker and how I knew it was a good talker when I saw the headline D was because I was uh, with uh, one of my best friends uh, Christina Jackson Scott and okay I just I happened to just ask her I was like what do you think of because she's she and I for as much as we are alike we almost always see like issues differently like we are sure. almost always contrarian. Makes you got for a, a Great like that?
1: conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do. And I'll be clocking his ass every chance I get <laughs> in conversation. So, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: So I was like, I already know she's going to be on some shit with this Dr. Dre shit. So um, y'all have seen the headlines. Dr. Dre's oldest daughter. Uh, this woman's name is Latanya Young. She says she's homeless, living out of her car, uh, goes on to make a lot of specific claims. Deed. You know, she's. Uh, saying that she's got no money, no financial support from her father uh, since the year uh, January 2020. The issue is, though, this woman is 38 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay, She's 38 years old. She's got four children of her own. Those children are currently staying with friends and family as she tries to figure out what to do with her living situation because she says she no longer has the apartment she used to have because Dr. Dre... Her father stopped paying the rent back again, January 2020. Mm-hmm. She also says that she's tried to contact him, secure a relationship between him and the grandkids, put a pin in that. Um, she's not mm-hmm. heard from him and only now can communicate through his team, his lawyers, his representatives, things of this nature. LaT- Latanya goes on to say she's currently working intermittently at DoorDash and Uber Eats to make a living, and she is fearful. That she will lose said rental car because she can't afford to make the full $2,300 payment. Now, I must be assuming, Dustin, that that's some type of balloon payment or ah, arrears. Gotta be. Gotta be. That's got to mean. driving. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> let me find I'm out you're renting a G-Wagon. Okay. Um, but... Um, Yeah, I think that that's got to be, you know, back payments and stuff. Yeah, for the entire month. That's what I'm getting here. Uh, Last piece on this before we open it up to the congregation for conversation. Uh, Dr. Dre split from uh, LaTanya's mother when she was five. Again, this is now almost 40 years ago we're talking. Uh, She was one of three children that Dre had with her mother. Her mom's name was Lisa Johnson. Tanya and all of her siblings are all now uh, in their 30s. Good. And grown. Mm. Um, I got a lot to say. Mm-hmm. I want to start with you though, Dustin. How did this how did this land when you, you read and heard about this story?
1: Everybody need their ass work. Everybody involved in the story. What's going on in your life that thing cause this is not so, something that just happens all of a sudden. This is a, mm-hmm. a progression of um, unlikely events, I guess, that gets you to this this place in life mm-hmm. where you need this this much help or this type of help, mm. right? Number two, Dr. Dre, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. I don't Mm -hmm. give a damn if she was 78 years old. This is bad, especially when you're already in court, already Mm -hmm. dealing with moving money around, already dealing with things that are a reflection of your character in the eyes of the law. You know what I'm saying? This is not a good look to have a daughter that's struggling now. 38 is not 38 months. Okay, that's 38 years old. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. she absolutely, especially as a mother of multiple children, bears the brunt of the responsibility of her livelihood and maintaining that. Okay, but when your father is worth as much money as Dr. Dre is worth, why are you in such dire straits? Why? It just don't look good, Ebony. It just don't look right. And it's unnecessary. We shouldn't even be wasting our time reading about this because he's got the money to fix the problem. Whatever the big problem is. Not a quick fix as far as getting a fucking house and a car. No. Mm -hmm. Set her up. Fix her life so that you don't revisit this space ever again and everybody Mm -hmm. just moves on One last thing, mm-hmm. she needs to stay out of her mama and Dr. Dre's business. You ain't got nothing to oh. do with what happened mm-hmm. when you was five years old and who didn't get what and mm-hmm. who's getting what now. Because that's where we start looking at you as if you are someone who has a chip on their shoulder and feels entitled mm-hmm. and all the things that will make it um, you know, not so fun to give you money if I have it, basically.
0: Right. Okay. So good. Yeah. This'll be nice and spicy because we're on different sides of this for people okay. be in they fucking feelings cause we agree to <laughs> All right. right. So what Dustin's talking about, y'all, um, is the fact that uh this thirty-eight-year-old daughter, Latanya, has uh been quoted as saying that she feels away. way that Dr. Dre is in the middle of paying Nicole, uh, the estranged wife, three hundred K a month for spousal support. Right. she says this. I just heard that he has to pay three hundred thousand dollars a month for spousal support. It's embarrassing. Because people are looking at me wondering why. What Nicole has got uh, what Nicole has got is what my mom should have got. That's what Dustin's talking about. I honestly wrote a proposal, <laughs> okay, and asked him if he could get a home for me and my sister and my kids. He was supposed to put us through college and pay for our health insurance, and he never did that. My mom felt he never upheld his end of the bargain. I commend Nicole in a way. She did what she had to do, an additional comment going back to your Notion is to you know, it kind of doesn't look right that you are Dr. Dre. You are literally a billionaire and your daughter is homeless. Okay. Uh, Latanya says this. People label me as a millionaire's daughter, so they don't understand why I'm working. Put a pin in that. A huge. Um, <laughs> it makes me want to crawl under a rock. He used he used to help out with rent and gave an allowance, but he told us he wouldn't do anything anymore. I'm out on the streets. I asked him for help, and I haven't gotten a response back from his lawyer. I'm hearing about mistresses that he's brought houses for. It's a messy situation. All right, That's so here, here, here I go with my hot tape. Okay. I don't believe Latanya should get a fucking penny.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going
0: to tell you why. Um, <laughs> I I really don't. I really don't. Because it, it you talking all of this talk, you really matter of fact. I actually want to invoice you for the shit I already right, gave you. Right, That's right. how I feel about it. Right. Here's my thing, and you know I don't have two shits for Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. I feel like you you where's you need to make amends for that Michelle A shit. I have a whole bunch of feelings about Dre. So this ain't about defending Dre. I'm gonna tell you why I feel this way. I have a serious problem, Dustin, and I'm I'm quite triggered. Okay. With this n- notion that because someone's parents have wealth, they have wealth too. I'm gonna take you all the way back to the Cosby Show. and okay. know, folks, I'm not some massive Cosby Show fan. I think it did <laughs> what it did, and it's got some good and some bad. Quite frankly, that's a day for another episode of Holding Court. Okay. But um, one of the episodes I did appreciate was this conversation between, I think it was Theo. Uh, yeah, Claire. Mm -hmm. I think it was Claire and Cliff and Theo and he talked about something, something I'm rich. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, Negro, we're rich, actually. We're rich. You're not. You're broke until you do something to create a different circumstance for yourself. And this all the way goes back to a basic parenting philosophy, which I'm just really feel like I'm, you know, in the minority these days, which I'll be in, not new to it. I don't feel... (laughs) That it is a parent's responsibility to provide a comfortable life for your child. I don't think that is your primary goal, responsibility, or job as a parent. I really don't. I think if that's a byproduct of your childhood, uh, the, the child's childhood experience, being comfortable and enjoying the, the nicer things in life, I think that's fucking great. But I think what your primary responsibility is, is to impart values, skill sets. I want to say that one one more time. Skill sets. Skill sets. Mm-hmm. understanding knowledge so that that child upon the age of maj- majority and i take that very literally so see all of this fucking around hanging out in your parents basement smoking weed and playing video games well into your 20s and early 30s fuck out of here okay i'm talking about age 18 get your shit. Get your shit and get out. Okay. Um, that's, um, is that waiting to exhale? Yeah. Yes, um, it's waiting
1: to exhale. I mean. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, but I really do feel that way, Dustin. I really feel that if you've done your job as a parent or parents, you should have the last 18 years while you sitting around coddling and giving out $20 and $30 bill for report cards and shit, which I don't believe in, what you should have been doing is making sure that that child of yours was Simulating the skill sets, both academically, professionally, and personally to be able to provide for themselves upon the sure. age of majority. It is the failure of doing that, Dr. Dre, that's got you out here looking crazy right now. Because if you had done what you were supposed to do, I don't, really, and I actually don't even agree with uh, Tanya about the paying for college shit. Why? Why? I don't think so. I think if your parent can pay for your college education... That's great. I think if they can't or they choose not to, I think it's on you. I Mm -hmm. think bust your ass. There's a scholarship opportunity out here. There's financial aid opportunity out here. There are student loans out here. I just am not for this bullshit at all. Dustin, I don't believe in any. I don't think that your parent owes you shit. So maybe that's where I I depart. I don't think your parent, your fucking sister, your brother or your dad, they don't owe you shit. The only thing they owe you is those 18 years in which you should be provided basic care, um, a comfortable environment. And the support so that you can acquire the ability to take care of yourself and your future children. So that's another problem I have with what Latanya is talking about. You now putting it on Dre to take care of your kids. Ain't nobody told you to bring these kids into the world? That's true. Nobody. You chose that. You chose to mother. You chose to parent. And God bless you for it. How is it now Dre's responsibility? I don't give a fuck if he has $20 billion. I don't care if he got Bill Gates, Elon Musk money. I just don't subscribe to that. You are their mother. You are their parent. You need to provide a roof over their head, clothes on their back, and food for them to eat. And most importantly, curating a skill set that they can then go out and build on the next generation. See, that's why we don't have no generational wealth um, generally speaking in our country, because we are constantly, uh, p- paying it backwards. You know what I mean? Like how are, how are we supposed to have the, now? There's also, let me, let me back up here before I get dragged. Obviously white supremacy, systematic racism, discrimin- all the things, absolutely hundred percent. In addition to that though, mm-hmm. where are we being extremely clear? Generally speaking, culturally, the 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 clock is fucking running that's how i was raised and that part i think gloria did damn right by me dustin when i came out the poom poom the clock was running yeah okay and it was very clear to me i had a maximum of 18 years i actually beat the clock and and god is good for that and my mother made sure that i had she was on my ass okay so when i was 16 i was out of the house at unc on a full academic merit scholarship because she made it clear to me like i just I, I, what was going on in our house and i'm not always saying that the tactics um were appropriate for the era you know she was on some joe jackson shit that's another conversation for another day okay i got my
1: ass whooped too don't you man
0: shit wouldn't even be legal today
1: right um, I don't know if it
0: was legal then.
1: It probably it wasn't. It ain't never been legal. I didn't feel like it was legal when that belt was on my ass cheeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, feel, I said this has got to be against the law somewhere. Listen, and I know probably
0: like me, did you contemplate calling the, the the protective services? I thought about it.
1: No, I ain't never even thought about it because I thought I was going to get in trouble for that. Just well, I knew thought. I was going to get in trouble. She's going to smell me thinking. She's going to smell me thinking. I can't do it. Oh, so.
0: oh, you thought you were going to get in trouble for thinking about yes, it? Watch. Lord, Watch. Yes, Lord, okay. yes.
1: No, Anything. I contemplated
0: it. I contemplated it and I said, I just don't know what that's gonna look like. So I might as well just stay the folk right here. Anyway, um, <laughs> but what she okay. did do was made sure, Dustin, that I understood that upon that age of majority, whether it's 16, 17, 18, 19, even, 20, even if you want to just be real kind and give a couple cushion years. Mm-hmm. go out there and be able to make it fucking happen and then this night na- this narrative um tanya's telling us i'm driving the uber eats and the doordash as if there's something shameful about- ain't no shame in working do you remember the brother from the speaking of the cosby show um alvin
1: mm-hmm.
0: this man was well, I mean, show, not too long ago working bagging groceries helping people with their their experience shopping at trader joe's and people had the nerve to shame this man like what are you doing here there that's another problem you know period across the board shaming work as if work doesn't have dignity yeah do what you need to do i don't give a damn if it's uber doordash grubhub um, washing windows (laughs) there is no shame or stigma and who the fuck do you think you are that you are above Doing that work just because your father um, has enjoyed tremendous success. That's his success. Sis is not your success. Sounds like you have a serious problem with entitlement. And the, if, if there's any accountability, Andre, it's two parts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Number one, what I said, at some point along this process, one must presume you failed to instill into this woman. And it sounds like her sisters uh, and other siblings the ability to go out here and earn and provide a comfortable uh enjoyable life for yourself by yourself you know your parents should not be still giving you no kind of money and a lot of people disagree with this So I already know i'm gonna get some heat i don't give a damn i just don't believe in that shit period um the other thing dre did that was wrong is you started some shit you can't finish go back and listen to the archives of holding court (laughs) we have a whole episode about don't start shit you can't finish So the minute Dre started setting up these payments of um, uh, allowance, paying for rent, paying for food, clothes, all of these things, now you have set an expectation that that is what she expects to keep getting to sustain her life. And now you want to say time's up because you're tired of paying it. Mm, That's a little fucked up because now you've set an expectation that she reasonably relies upon. Um, and now you want to pull the rug from underneath her. So if Dre has accountability, it's that don't start shit. You can't finish. You should have gave this young lady and all her siblings skill sets to God and get it for themselves. Now, if they do have it, cause we only know one side of the story. If this woman is sitting on a skill set to earn some real money and take care of herself and her children, and she's not availing herself to that, I have even less empathy for her, but I, I didn't feel sorry for it all. You're 38 absent a real mental illness or some other, um, impediment. That is going on where you cannot go out here like the rest of us and go get it. I don't give a damn who your daddy is, your mama is or how much money they have. They have no idea. if Dr. Dre wants to take a billion dollars one by one and 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 go over uh, and and just give it out for blow jobs and, and <laughs> jobs, that's his business because he earned it. You can grown people get to do what they want with their Listen, money. I have, a, I have a serious problem. That's what people trying to tell, especially children and grandchildren and wives and shit. You cannot tell. Well, spouses is different because y'all are joint. But children, no grown children, absolutely not. That's why I be like fuck them kids because I you cannot tell a grown ass person what to do with their money.
1: I agree a hundred percent with you on the fact that this daughter obviously has an issue with entitlement. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree 100% with you that people in general need to be self starters, they need to be motivated to have ambition and drive, you know, and get out and and earn their keep, literally, you have Mm -hmm. to do that. That is the ultimate life lesson that a parent um, should impart upon their child, which is how to be self sufficient and take care of themselves. That's literally your job as a parent, right? To do that. That is your job. However, We have to be aware of the factors that are involved in this circumstance that make it exceptional. Everybody's not a billionaire. And the fact that Dr. Dre is a billionaire means that he has access to resources. Uh That if he had been hands on in raising this young lady and Uh really nurturing her and cultivating Uh an ambitious spirit in her to Uh get up and go, he could have put those resources to use to create that very generational wealth that you speak of us having a lack of in the Black community. Mm -hmm. This is, there's so many layers to this. It goes so so far beyond him just not giving her money. Dr. Dre was absent from her life and her development, her developmental process in so many ways that got us here. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? But for me, at the end of the day, the optics on this alone are worth him writing a check. They just are at this time in his life with what's going on with Nicole. This doesn't, and with everything else we know about who Dr. Dre is, right? Mm-hmm. This does not look good added to the pile. And it's such a simple fix that it, it, it shouldn't even be a second thought for him. Especially
0: considering the
1: fact that he feels, you know, I assume he loves her. I assume he loves her kids. You know what I'm saying?
0: But I can assume he's feeling a fucking whack. because, like you said, optics alone. And I'm, I'm funny with optics because the older I get, the less and less I care about them. And that, right. that's not a bad thing. Who knows? We'll, we'll, I'll let y'all know how this shit play out. But, <laughs> but this tells me, because he was doing it. So what happened? Because it's not like he ran out of money. So what has happened between the relationship between him and Latanya that he, as of January, 2020, just said, I'm actually good. I'll take the press hits. I'll take the bad optics. And don't yeah. to me, that tells me something was said or done that made the optics even not worth it for him anymore.
1: How about this? Instead mm-hmm. of telling her I'm not going to pay your bills, tell her, listen, here's your case, the calendar. Here's the, the, the plan that we're going to stick to and abide by to give you financial freedom and independence. Mm-hmm. So I'm not just going to stop paying for your life and helping you. But once st- instead, we're gonna come up with an agreement like this is mm-hmm. how that works. You set her up, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you want to cut her off, set her
0: up. To but be we don't. know if you didn't do that.
1: To well, be, fair. we don't. But how? What kind of position? Excuse me. What kind of position could she have really been in financially if it only took from when was the last payment in 2020 January until 2020. now? Yeah she couldn't have been too far well set up. You know what I'm saying? If that's all the time it took.
0: Let's say he was like, I'm going to pay your rent up for the next three years. Let's go. Let, let's say he did that back in like 2018. I'm going to pay your rent for the next three years. Or even, you know, I'm going to let you live in a house. Cause like, like that's something like that, that would make sense to me. If, if you, if you do have that kind of wealth to me, that's where you can grow up in positioning for your, your adult child. I own this house. I'm going to let you rent to own it yourself and you can yeah. buy it from me. To me that's that I believe in incentive-based help. So I'm not just a corporate monster. Yes, I'm with you 100%. I believe in incentive-based support that puts people in position to do for themselves and pay it forward. That's so it. Said, yeah. So you can say I'm going to put I'm going to put you in a rent to own on my property that I own. If you can maintain these I'm going to pay the rent for the first three years and then rent year 4 I'm going to require you to start either proportionately 70 30 50 50 something to do and and in the meantime I've paid for you I'm just making these facts up um you're a trade school you're in beauty school you're in interior design school hell you could be getting your whole bachelor's degree don't Mm -hmm. matter some acquiring some kind of skill set that allows you to be able to make these monthly mortgage payments in the next three to four years and what could have happened under that fact scenario, D, is she just said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and was chilling, 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 and now the, 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 it's time to kick in your portion of the mortgage, or the entire mortgage, and you like, well, daddy, I don't have it, and now he's like, okay, I told you what time it was on the front end, now you're playing with me, now I feel exploited, now I feel taken advantage of, and fuck it we don't know that that didn't happen. We don't, that's what I'm saying. We don't,
1: we don't know. And if that did happen, he would be completely just in his mm-hmm. actions, right. In, in removing himself from her financial uh, portfolio, so to speak.
0: Cause I do but, think people bank on that um, just with this tiniest bit of visibility. the see, bit of That's visibility. where we
1: different because me, if mm-hmm. my daddy was a billionaire like that, that is nothing but a green light for me to become one too. So I would have been working my ass off, putting myself right. in a position to right. have his resources as a resource for me mm-hmm. to get mine. So that's the difference between me and her if that that's the difference scenario difference you just
0: proposed happened. Oh, Dustin, That's between you and most people. Most people do not see my daddy's a billionaire. is my green light to go get it and know that I'm on a totally expedited path. Like that's your privilege is that you are on a totally expedited path to be whatever the you want to be because of who your father is. Like you've already won. They don't need to cut you a check for you to win. You have won just through proximity Straight of up. who this man is and the resources he has access to. But Straight instead up. of doing that and thinking like you D, most people think like Latanya, which is "you got it, I got it." I've even heard parents say that. Um, shout out to Candy Burris.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I love
0: Candy, and I love all of her business. I just think that's a interesting slash to me. Like I don't, I just don't agree with it. You know, like that whole, sh- I got it, you got it. No, I got it. You got some proximity is what my kid's going to get. And, and and what I will do though, is mentor, nurture, and facilitate a situation where you will have that and more, but you got to put in on it. Because but that the-
1: sounds different than what we're seeing fr- from Dr. Dre at this point. Right. And <laughs> I think that's the, that's where we agree. Yes. There needs to be some sort of, of structure to this thing, but I'm not just going to leave you ass out. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna try to set you up and, and get you in position. This sounds he- like he was like, fuck it.
0: At some point, it sounds like that. that We're playing semantics, but I think at some point he's equal. Now, because if she said, My daddy's Dr. Dre, and I haven't heard from this man since I was 18. I would have way more compassion and empathy for her. What okay. I'm struggling is that he was doing for you up until a year. Thirty six
1: and thirty five. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you.
0: What you've been doing since eighteen to thirty six? With because that's another path. Even if he wasn't smart enough or engaged enough or gave a fuck enough to put you on a structure path, I would have been hoarding all of the money he was giving me during that time and setting up my own shit.
1: I mean, that's you just have to be smart. I just would have been smarter than this.
0: Yeah, because this is, this is a mess. And now you out. And I, I just didn't. I, I was triggered too by the I'm a billionaire daughter and I'm out here working for Grubhub. That's what, her what damn problem,
1: thinking? though. That's saying she's embarrassed and people looking at her wondering why. Mm-hmm. Bitch, don't nobody even know Dr. Dre is your daddy until you, you tell them. Well,
0: you tell them because y'all ain't even. Well, yeah.
1: So like, yeah, come on now. So like, so, so anyway, because you almost got me just now. With that
0: <laughs> you know, I, I was be, about
1: to go there too. I was
0: about to do too much. I was about to do too much. But yeah, it, it you know, it's, it's that it's that it's, it's you're concerned with what it looks like. And I think I am personally triggered by that because I think people start having this expectation of what thing I'm going to tell you this crazy ass friend of mine. Um, <laughs> Came to visit me recently, and I love her to death. Been a friend of mine since. I mean, we, this is like a twenty-plus year friendship. This woman okay. friend said to me when she came. She she came in town, visited, you know, for socializing with you know me and some other girlfriends. Yeah, she said, "Yeah, you know, when I landed um, at the at the airport, I th- I thought you were going to have a car for me since you're 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 big time now, bitch." What?
1: Yeah, that uh, nah. I no. Like like kind of, really I don't like it. I don't like that, energy.
0: but she wasn't really, you know what I mean? People's mm-hmm. that's just a wild hey, you caught thing. that,
1: you caught the real energy behind that,
0: yeah. Like, but that's how a lot of motherfuckers move, and they and I think it's normalized. And I that's think not when cool. you start, saying, I think people feel like what is yours is mine, period, whether it's daughter granddaughter, lifetime friends, all of that. Like you own, I'm a and I guess a lot of people move like that. You look at the NBA, you look at hip hop, you look at any music industry, country, Western, no matter. People believe in the notion of an entourage that says, I got, you got. It. I just no.
1: no. I don't like that either. I like an entourage of a whole bunch of motherfuckers that's got it. I like that looks
0: like like, yes, a bunch of motherfuckers that's got it or going to get it. Or going to get it or getting it, yes. So absolutely I'm happy to to drink from this bottle with you and share this. Yes. Uh Uber Excel because that's all the bitch you was gonna get from me. Okay. Yeah. I and know the appreciation
1: I, is clear because it. I know that that you work hard and you Correct. understand this. Yeah. So that that's a well, difference. That's,
0: that's what a lot of people do, Dustin, and I'm gonna move on from because you can see I'm fired up about it. I'm. sorry. up uh, no. <laughs> <We> gonna- <laughs> People want to do nothing—not nothing, but 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 mediocrity. People want to not take risk in their own lives. People want to fall back. They want to play it safe. They want you to take all the risk. They want you to be up twenty four hours a fucking day. They want you to be struggling, risking it all, falling on your face, getting back up, doing it again. And then when 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 the when the money resides,
1: mm.
0: when the harvest is is ready to be to be, um, you know, Re- yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now you got your basket. Come on now.
1: That's not cool. And I'm going to tell you something, one last note on this, and I know we've been going forever on this, right? But when a person is ambitious and a hard worker and you know that they are doing their best, you don't mind helping them at all. You don't even think about it.
0: That part. You want to help
1: literally so there's obviously me. more to this story
0: yes, that's that's what it is because i i don't think like damn it's interesting. i'm really not i have such a i give money i give this to people i don't even know completely you I, are not
1: that yeah that's i not see you moving
0: yeah i see you moving i see you out here trying to get it when i see you trying to get it i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm a pour into that two yeah. three four times over yeah because it's also for me biblical the, yeah. the, the, God has told us Dustin you take one I'll take two or three
1: yes that's, come on here Ebony let me pay you a tithe come on <laughs> Ebony
0: oh shit I'm not doing it with you today Dustin but that's that's the vibes and that's for real y'all listen we're going to take a quick break uh, we're going to pay some bills because um, we got to do that because uh, Dr. Dre's not going to pay him for us clearly uh, y'all don't go anywhere because we got a lot more holding court coming up after this All right, y'all, welcome back to Holding Court. Now, this story caught my eye uh very late last night, Dustin, but I wanted us to, to get into it because it's it's got some good talking points that people okay. need to know about. Now, a lot of y'all have seen the headline, I see murder. Uh his name is Corey Miller, y'all know he is the brother of Master P, uh, who's also basically a billionaire too, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing with Corey Miller. Corey Miller was locked up long ago uh on a murder charge. He's serving a life sentence. Uh, in a correctional facility in Louisiana, it's called the Lane Hunt Correctional Center in Louisiana. I want to I want to bifurcate this story in two parts. Okay. The first is C. Murder says he did not commit this this crime. Okay. Um, he says that he is innocent of the conviction. So one thing that we're not going to go deep on this episode of Holding Court is we're not going to try to litigate the the validity of the conviction because that's another episode. And I'm going to be clear. He has retained counsel, uh, Corey Miller, Benjamin Crump, and um, a lawyer that I actually know very well, Ronald Haley Jr. I'm going to tell you all about Ronnie in a minute. Um, Those two are are his legal team, and they are going to help him in two ways. Number one, they are going to try to help get this murder conviction overturned so that this man is no longer serving a life sentence for a crime he says he didn't commit. Boom, that's that. Separate and apart from that, see, murder is going on a hunger strike. This is specifically related around the prison conditions that he is being subjected to while he serves this sentence and while any appeal efforts are going on. That's really what I want to focus on today because there is, and just everybody just really geeking out right now, pull out your pen and paper. Mm -hmm. Everybody in this fucking country, Dustin has an eighth amendment constitutional right that keeps us all free from what is deemed to be any cruel, And unusual punishment. I'm sure you've heard that phrase before. Cruel and unusual punishment. It is correlated from the Eighth Amendment of the United States Constitution. Boom. Period. We all have it. So what Corey and this legal team are arguing is that the conditions, what the shit is going down in Elaine Hunt Correctional Center in Louisiana, is in breach, direct violation of that Eighth Amendment promise to protect from cruel and unusual punishment, and that by anybody that is incarcerated in that particular facility, I'm going to say it one more time, Elaine Hunt in Louisiana, they are being subjected to cruel and unusual punishment. It's a violation of their Eighth Amendment constitutional right. I want to read you this statement that was jointly released by Ben Crump and Brother Ronald Haley, Jr.
1: You're going to read it in his voice? No, I'm just playing.
0: Go no, ahead. Go no, no, no. You know what?
1: I'm just playing. I couldn't help it. Go ahead,
0: Evan. <laughs> you were reformed today, that. And that's saying a lot. Okay. So they said this. Uh, no one in the state of Louisiana is sentenced to contract COVID-19 nor die from it. There are far too many people who are unreasonably compromised due to existing medical conditions and older age who will suffer or die due to the spread of COVID-19 and the Delta variant. There is no form of justice that should allow this level of neglect for the health and safety of those who are incarcerated in quote. Th- that's it. That's the crux of the legal argument right there is that if you, if, if people are incarcerated and that's a part of their, you know, legal accountability for the crime they have been convicted of, whether rightly or wrongly convicted, they've been convicted. They gotta, they gotta be incarcerated. Got it. Okay. They're saying even still, there is an Eighth Amendment protection around what is deemed to be an unreasonable um, risk of death and treatment and experience while incarcerated, which is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Um, they go on to talk about um Mr. Miller maintaining his innocence and we're dig- diligently working with his legal defense team to free him. Copy. So, OK, that's actually I'm reading that differently now. So there mm-hmm. are different lawyers, which is important and necessary, that are criminal defense lawyers that are working on. The legal defense appellate uh, situation to get him released um, under the the reality of his actual factual innocence. Cool. Okay. That team is over there doing that? Ronnie and uh, Ben Crump go on to say, but in the meantime, we are monitoring the conditions <clears throat> at Elaine Hunt and are considering taking legal action. We stand with Mr. Miller and everyone who is incarcerated who are in fear of losing their lives due to the pandemic and inhumanity of the correctional system. We demand that the Department of Corrections acts act immediately. Um, so that's 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 basically notice. Okay, this statement is basically notice, Dustin Ross. To Louisiana System of Corrections, this particular penitentiary in particular, that if y'all don't don't fix this shit, move these COVID nineteen positive inmates away from consistently and effectively away, isolate, quarantine them effectively, so that COVID negative patients are not being subjected to risk of death and and other uh, ailment uh, by just forcing all these inmates into these confined spaces together, which literally is costing has already cost hundreds if not thousands of inmates their lives um, it's not different at all than what was going on in the nursing home situation right here in New York and yeah. other states as well you know yes. where p- because people are vulnerable and w- whether they did the shit or didn't do the shit that's not inmates are vulnerable inmates uh, represent a vulnerable community because there is very limited choice in what their accommodations and day-to-day life look like as such, right as such they are subject to the decision making of Systems. And, and and this is just like what and, and if you have empathy for what's going on with the elderly in these old folks homes and nursing facilities who unnecessarily many, 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 many of them died because our fucking government wanted to be lazy and raggedy and not properly quarantine and isolate and spend the money on doing that shit the right way. If you have empathy for those dead older people, you should have that same empathy for these incarcerated people, whether they're guilty or innocent, because if you are a patriot and you believe in this nation's constitution, then you subscribe to the eighth amendment, which says you could be guilty as shit and you still don't have to die from it. Yeah. Period.
1: I agree. And I, but I, like I said, I, I, I simply agree. This is shameful. And, they're literally playing with these prisoners, these inmates' lives, and that's yes. not cool. That's not cool. It's not okay.
0: It's not. It's not. And for those that are wondering, what kind of conditions we're talking about? Um, the statement, you know, from uh, Corey Miller by way of Ronnie and uh, Ben Crump says this: This has not only spread the virus, but it's caused abnormally long quarantine times. Uh, the COVID nineteen positive inmates are put in two week quarantine times initially, but then the prison adds new positive inmates to the dorms daily. Duh, which then extends the quarantine time to two weeks uh, each day that they add a new case. So what that is also doing, there's also a mental health component, right? Because we all know we all, we're all we in a quarantine, quarantine fucking mm. stuff. You know, it's, it's a version of isolation. It has a mental and emotional consequence. And Corey Miller is telling us that what is happening because of the inappropriate handling of the quarantine, um, and the bunking of, of positive and negative inmates and whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, people, the inmates are being um, erroneously quarantined for unreasonably long periods of time. Right, right. And that's a violation, again, of that Eighth Amendment. Um, so if, if we're going to be patriots, be patriots all the way. If, you, if right. you're for human dignity, be that all the way. Right. Um, don't cherry pick the shit. Um, I think I think uh, Corey Miller is in good hands. Ronnie uh, Haley Jr. was in one of my study groups in law school. So we used to post up, yep, uh, at LSU Law Library, uh, a couple other handful of folks with us and, you know, go through those those outlines um, those those uh, hypotheticals, those 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 cases, and and IRAC issue rules analysis conclusion and all that. So that was like year one of law school. So shout out to Ronnie Haley Jr. Excellent, excellent, yes. excellent, excellent legal mind, excellent litigator, excellent uh, you know person to be advocating on behalf of uh, of C murder right here. So yeah. uh, we'll be watching that closely. Louisiana is always really doing some fuck shit though. Especially they got to get America. it together, man. Man,
1: they got to get it together, and also. I want accountability for the pe- people who are willfully just mixing those people who had tested positive yep. um, with the population. There needs to be a legal account, a legal consequence for that behavior. There yes,
0: needs- absolutely. Cause bl- blood is on their hands Yeah, period. in the same way it's on the hands of governor Cuomo on the for same sure. way it's on the hands of many, 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 many um, state and local officials and, 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 and Trump's fucking hands because yes. of the, the dismal, irresponsible and unreasonable way in which this this uh, horrific pandemic has been handled and continues yeah. to be handled because yeah. we're not out of it, to be clear. All right, y'all, listen, we're going to take another quick break. We're going to come back with um, a final case here on Holding Court, uh, one that deals with, I mean, depends on where your football loyalties may lie, uh, Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott. He's being sued again. We'll tell you why when we come back to Holding Court. All right, y'all. Now, for the third time in 14 months, Zeke Elliott—he uh, is being sued mm-hmm. for an alleged dog biting incident. Now, this isn't the sexiest story, Dustin, but it really is not. <laughs> 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 Them dogs um, over there tearing you know. people up, boy. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> but I wanted us to talk about it because a lot of us are pet owners. You know, I, I got people, Carrie James, and you know, he's not a biter, but a lot of people's dogs are biters um, and can be biters, and they don't really think about the legal consequences of that shit. And so I wanted to use Zeke Elliott and this shit he's going down with right now to give people some information that they really need to consider, A, when you're purchasing your your dog, your pup, and B, when you're maintaining them because you don't want to be out here in the streets and get surprised by what you think is just normal dog behavior. And next thing you know, not only are you hit with a multi million dollar civil lawsuit, you could actually be looking at jail time. And that's real. And that can happen. And people don't know that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So here's the deal. Zeke is, um, like I said, being sued for the third time. Uh, this recent one coming from a woman, uh, named Jennifer Gamper. She claims that she is one of Elliot's neighbors. Got that. yep. And she's saying just as recently as may of 2021, she was attacked by one of his dogs near his Frisco, Texas area home. Uh, a couple different things. She's basically saying that, um, Zeke was getting some landscaping done while the lands and she's suing them as well, by the way, that she's holding the, the landscape mm-hmm. crew here liable. Because she's basically saying that as they were performing the landscaping work, they did not keep the dog in place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The dog or, you know, ventured out into her property area and attacked her. She says she suffered severe and permanent injuries, but not getting more specific than that. She's literally claiming uh, that she wants relief in over a million dollars. So this is not a small chump change case. This is over a million bucks. Mm. Let me tell you what uh, Zeke's lawyer is saying. Uh, Frank uh, Solanzo is saying this. Mr. Elliott and his representatives are aware of the lawsuit filed on July 30th, which stems from a previous reported incident from May 21st of this year. Mm Mm-hmm. As Mr. Elliott expressed at that time, he was and remains concerned for the party involved. However, as in most disputes, there are extenuating circumstances to this matter, which will impact the legal proceedings, which we are not at liberty to discuss. As such, we have no further comment at this time. Okay, so he said a lot to say nothing. He, here's here's what I want people to know. Mm-hmm. Every single state D has a different way of legally handling dog biting. That they're, you know, even what, okay. With, okay, so we call them dog biting cases. It could be an attack, it could be a severe scratch, it could be any other kind of molding. It could be, and it could be anything from just a dog bite per se to um, death, and I've seen it. You know, some some dogs are legal, not very right. common. Um, I'm not going to sit up here and, and name out breeds as to further stigmatize right, um, right. certain breeds. God, I've seen that I'm not with it. Um, my mother has had pits um, for many years. She has a Rockwaller now. They're very loving dogs. I'm Absolutely. not afraid of them. And it is what it is, and a lot of this is just on the care, maintenance, training, and discipline of the owner. You know, I'm not going to blame an animal for being an animal. Um, I'm looking at the accountability of the owner, and that's how the law treats. So, in most states, we got what, what we call the one bite, one bite rule. What does that mean? It basically means the first bite is free. Okay, basically means any dog, any breed, any given day could just freak out and 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 just you know have a. A bite. Have a moment. Yeah. Have a moment. The law is not going to penalize that. Nobody gets really punished for that. It's called the one bite rule. Now, once the dog starts going beyond that, um, and there becomes a pattern, there becomes a reasonable expectation that your dog might be considered a dangerous dog. There's even a civil hearing process mm. where you know if your dog is just out here wilding and causing people injury, and there's some 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 specifics around that causing people injury of varying degrees. When, these are the caveats, it's unprovoked, and that person is not trespassing or doing anything else that would reasonably invite the bite or attack. Right, right. Because if somebody's trespassing, now if you trespassing on somebody's property and get fucked up.
1: That's your ass.
0: That's literally your ass. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's be clear. Um, If you are otherwise taunting or just fucking with a dog in a way that you know damn well you're not supposed to, and you get fucked up. That's your ass.
1: That's your ass.
0: Um, but if none of those things apply, and again, this is after the first bite has already happened with you or someone else, then you you might be able to pursue, as in this case, with Zeke Elliott, civil damages, which is where you file that lawsuit for whatever you know dollar amount mm-hmm. you want to go for. Here, these people are really coming for the bag because um, there's like two or three other lawsuits that Zeke is facing all. Um, between five hundred thousand and uh, I'm sorry, two fifty two hundred and fifty thousand to one million is one case, and we know with this uh, gamper woman, she's looking to uh, she's starting at over a million bucks that she wants for relief. Um, all for the
1: same damn dog. All them cases are on the same damn dog. They're all on the that's same. That's crazy. Dog.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. And that, and listen, that's why I said um, TMZ has reported that this same exact dog of Elliot that keeps being the subject of these these litigations. Um, has had a dangerous dog hearing and ultimately <laughs> that dog, don't be laughing at me. the dog had a court date. The
1: dog had a court day. Dog dog danger, a court God heard.
0: damn. The dog had a dangerous dog hearing in court and was ultimately removed from the city. So that means there must've been some kind of legal finding that the dog was indeed dangerous by legal standards and has been removed. Um, I know some of y'all are wondering, does that mean the dog is put down? It can. Now, I'm not saying that, I don't think that that has happened yet to Zeke Elliott. Particular right. dog. But legally, that in some states, that can be the remedy is after multiple bites, maulings, what have you, dangerous situations, especially oh. in the case of death, of course, or other permanent severe injury. Yes, yes the state all can All dogs go to heaven denied. at that point. What'd you say, Dustin? It's
1: all dogs go to heaven at that point.
0: Yeah, end. listen. You know I mean? yeah. yeah. And that's sad. So obviously, you know, our hearts here at Holden Court go out to. Um, any injured individuals as a result of these allegations, of course. Um, but also, my heart goes out to Z because I mean, this is—if you look on his we- um, social media, um, and even like he loves these dogs to death. And you know, I'm no good without my sweet Carrie James. Somebody yeah. be fucked up if anything happens to her.
1: Obviously. But she, she ain't—she she also ain't biting the hell out of everybody that comes over your house. You know what I mean? No. So there's a difference here. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: dog, this this Ace was a killer. Okay, this, this was an this ace, of ace Spades right here. This, yeah, this is, this is Ace Boom Coon, Ace of Spades. I mean, for real here, I hear fucking people up it allegedly. Um, but Zeke has the dog tattooed on his arm. You know, he this is his baby. This is his literal Ace Boom Coon. So I'm sure this is all pretty devastating for Zeke. But you know, if you know that this is the vibe of your pet, this is why the law steps in and does hold high degrees of accountability. Um, mm-hmm. to the owner. To the owners, um, so that's just a little bit of tea for y'all. If you got a dog, whatever breed, if you particularly know that your breeds are at least um, perceived to be dangerous or harmful, and it has a reputation for that, just watch yourself. Watch yourself. Watch yeah. your dog. Make sure your fencing is right. Make sure you have signs posted. Be that. 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 I've seen that make a difference in a case. You know, just have really? time. Be oh yeah, beware of dog. You know, because then when somebody if they trespass and they get fucked up. You've got the defense of well, I, I told, told you it was up
1: from the get go.
0: Correct, correct. So pet owners, dog owners in particular, you know, just keep keep your head on swivel.
1: Right.
0: All right. Not
1: Mm-mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So much I want to say, but I'm gonna be good for the rest no, of the what?
0: show. I'll be like, no, like
1: good. Like no, 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 no. i gonna be good for the rest of the show because God bless that dog. So that's all right. God bless you, Ace. Just don't bite nobody else.
0: Please That's don't fight nobody else, because I don't want to see you put down, Ace.
1: I don't, because they on their way for him, Ebony. They yeah. on his ass, I'm telling you. Got to talk with him, about
0: Ace, this is fucked
1: up. And he on probation anyway, right? Who's Ace he? The no, the dog. Oh, Didn't the
0: dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, from his hearing date? Hell yeah. 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 Ace on them
1: papers right now, so he really Ace, can't Ace. be fucking up no more you know
0: ace get it together ace because we really want you to live but shit that's you, right you're right here possibly fucking up um and then mm. and daddy zeke gonna have to pay for it so <laughs> and if you're wondering what that payment could look like like wh- where does a million dollars come from that would be determinant if the court finds indeed that there was liability from zeke and or this landscaping company that didn't do what they were supposed to do to protect this neighbor this woman from the dog what would then happen is, is an actual calculation as to like hospital because that's what you'll have to submit, right? Hospital bills. Yeah. You said you had these permanent injuries. We need a doctor to testify to that. How much is long term care for these injuries? All of that is just like almost like a car accident, right? Like it's like any other tort, any any other injury where well, you're trying to recoup dollars. So all of your actual medical expenses will be calculated, including any long-term care you might be projected to need from medical officials. Then typically that's tripled is essentially what happens because then they want to build in enough for your lawyer to get their third and then for you to recover some kind of like damages to you know just make you feel better about the injury and, and, and devastation you've gone through. Um, oh, also included in your, her medical bills could be um, counseling, mental health treatment, things of that nature. medication you know
1: man
0: so that's 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 how the 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 money part of that could could go down and Mm -hmm. if you see elliot not the biggest deal if you're you know joe blow or sally sue from the street that's a problem you up yeah be mindful y'all watch out Mm. um listen y'all with that just wanted to give y'all that tea thank you so much for listening y'all know the vibes follow us subscribe rate us give us stars reviews we love it we appreciate y'all so much Tell your friends, help get the word out, um, because that's exactly why we do this show, so y'all can get something out of it. Holding Court comes to you each and every week from Uppity Productions. It's an association with Dossie Media, presented by, of course, the Black Effect Network from iHeartRadio. Audio services, brilliantly and wonderfully provided by One of One Productions. We love the team there. Check them out, oneofoneproductions.com. Y'all listen, come back with us next week. We'll have a brand new episode. Court will be back in session. In the meantime, Listen, y'all, we really gave y'all some instructions this week, okay? Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Wear your mask. Don't fuck around if you've got a dog situation. Keep your head on swivel and know the vibes. And what else would you like people to do this particular week, Buster?
1: Read your terms and conditions and tip your DoorDash drivers. That's what we do.
0: <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Amen.